Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Rich Eisen. Voice of God. Huh? Voice of God. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I still can't believe Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. The Rich Eisen Show. Which is really weird for me because most quarterbacks of the New York Jets want to get the hell out of there. <laughs> Today's guests, NFL Network analyst Steve Mariucci, Jaguars general manager Trent Balky, from CBS's Young and the Restless, actor Eric Braden, and now... It's Rich Eisen. Ah, yes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live from our Roku channel set, right here on the Rich Eisen Show in Los Angeles, California. Good to see everybody out there. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, We've got Steve Mariucci calling us in about 20 minutes' time. The great Victor Newman from Young and the Restless. Eric Braden is coming in studio in hour number three. He's been here before. It's always fun when he stops by to visit. We're going to have some fun with him again in hour number three. And uh, Trent Balky, the uh, general manager of the Jaguars, will call in, which means he was not the guy in Jacksonville who won Mega Millions ah. this week. <laughs> I'm assuming, unless he loves I mean, his job that much. Oh, man. I would stay, Rich. No. The, if, if you're if an NFL GM, if you'd stay? You would stay? No, yeah. on this show. I would stay on the show 100%. All right, I Richie, appreciate it. never yeah. see me again. I'm sorry. I know. I, I get it. might not show up that morning. <laughs> I get it. Good to see you over there, TJ Jefferson. How are you? Look, I'm staying until the checks start to clear. I like it. <laughs> you know? Good job, TJ. Hey, you know what? You know what? Because uh, it can't be Trent Balky who's hit the Mega Millions in Jacksonville. That person's name is Doug Peterson. Peterson. <laughs> he hit the Mega Millions. Trevor Lawrence? Well, no. Uh, well, Urban Meyer ripped up his winning ticket. <laughs> Urban Meyer had a winning ticket. He had a winning yeah, ticket, yeah. and he uh, he just torched it himself. He was and like, then, ah, I don't need this. And Doug Peterson was just like, you know what? I'll bide my time. Oh, you want me to coach Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, Florida, for Shad Khan's team? Is that oh, what you want sure. me to do? Oh, okay. The team that is uh, cool, 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 cool. the 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 owner who is uh, who who is spending money to keep the team in Jacksonville with an international um, flavor to it. And um, is spending all this money on a new facility that uh, tests. The, do I ask? Do I ask Trent Bonke about the new urinals that of they supposedly put in there I, that tests I the? Think you have to. What is it? What is it? Test. It just tests what's. Uh, uh, it's testing how. Level. Yeah, how hydrated you are. Yeah. yeah. And, and, if you're, if and if you're dehydrated, I think you're. It'll come up red, and then okay. you got to. Yeah. Like, hey, there you go. Have you got an IV. Yeah, Very yeah, impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. Very impressive. 
So drink your water. Oh, all Jax. I know is I just I just Hydrate. we all know uh, just not to go too deep into this thing is well, just I just need space. That's all I need when you're at that spot. <laughs> don't well, come I think they got the borders up against. Yeah, the, yeah, the just, I, don't, I don't need anyone. That's around. why I never understood when you go into a bathroom like in Vegas or a hotel or something, and there's an even number of urinals. Yeah, just it's, it, it needs to be yeah. odd so you can go every other one. Yeah, it's a good exactly. What are we doing? Eight four four two zero four rich is the number to dial if you want to chime in on any of these subjects. Urinals. <laughs> <laughs> Foot, yeah. Football's tonight, folks. Oh, oh NFL Network has both games. Both Mac Jones games. Bailey Zappi. That's the one I'm looking for. <laughs> Stop it. I'm looking for the quick game tonight. Zappy tonight time? we see the quick game. Tonight's the night. Hey, we see the quick game. Bill O'Brien. It's gonna be great. Mac's gonna be awesome tonight. Who? He's gonna. I'm pretty. I'm pretty pumped. He'll play like what? One series and out. That's one it. and out. One and done. Who cares? What do you mean? Play the whole first quarter. This guy needs reps. C.J. Stroud. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Seeing ghosts. Will he start seeing ghosts tonight? No, he's going to be good. He's a good player. He's going against Bill Belichick. See, folks, everybody's wondering, what can you tell in preseason? Nothing. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. This is 2023. What you see in preseason is everything. Because what you see in OTAs, is everything. What you see in the draft is everything. What you see in the combine is everything. Oh, my God. This guy at the combine, he just ran a 4-4-40. If my team doesn't get him, we stink. Oh, my God. We just chose this guy in the sixth round. I saw him play one time against Midwest Valley State. He was awesome. We're going to win a Super Bowl. Oh, my God. We lost out on this free agent. We suck. We'll never be good. Oh, my God. This coach just said this about this player. He doesn't know what he's talking about. We stink. Stink. Seven-on-seven drills. Oh, this video. Okay. Did you see that catch? This video of the wobbly pass from Tua means means he stinks, and Tyreek Hill is going to be lamenting leaving Kansas City. Why would he leave Mahomes? And then all of a sudden, Tua, when he's healthy, and Tyreek Hill are one of the best combinations in football. He might be lamenting. Everything. We read into everything. 2,000 yards. For instance, hard knocks. Trophy in the case. Looking lonely. Trophy in the case. Now, of course, I didn't come on here and say that. I just, I was a little bit more nuanced saying I see, a, I see a happy warrior in Aaron Rodgers, and I see a bunch of coaches and players who are following his lead already. You're not wondering, like, how is he fitting in? He's fitting in great. He is comfortable. It feels like he's been there for a long time is what it looked like, right? Yeah, I mean... It looks like Aaron Rodgers has been a Jet all his life. Except for the fact, if he was a Jet all his life, he wouldn't be so happy. (laughs) And we know that as Jets fans. (laughs) So cut to... Don't project. Hey, the first (laughs) practice against another team yesterday. We even had a caller call in. Boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. Rich Eisen show... Inside training camp, R-E-S-I-T-C, Rich Eisen Show, inside training camp. I love it. I'm mixing the metaphors and the uh, and the, shows. the the acronyms of, of <laughs> our show and my other shop, NFL Network. <laughs> we got a guy calling in saying, hey, Aaron Rodgers just went three and out. Zach Wilson just threw an interception. Yep. And all the conversation coming out of yesterday. Just look at the New York newspapers today. Look at them all. Oh, well, Look at them all. Them. Were they awesome? Look at them all. Uh, Rich Samini, who I quote here quite a bit, 
Uh, he writes for uh, ESPN.com. He's a Jets reporter. He's going to be busy all year. I hope Rich is going to have his nice suits ready because he's going to be zooming. He's going to be on TV a lot for ESPN. Headline, Jets sense frustration from Aaron Rodgers, comma, offense after spotty practice. Uh-oh. They couldn't protect him. The offensive line. Uh-oh. And that's what everybody's talking about with the New York Jets this year. Can Rodgers be protected? Do they really have his back? Figuratively, boy, Hard Knocks was a 60-minute infomercial on the Jets having Aaron Rodgers back. And Aaron being thrilled to be in New York, will he be just staring at the ceiling at some point this season saying, where in the F is David Bakhtiari? (laughs) Right. So, when you say, what do you read in? Everything. Everything. You read in every damn last thing. So tonight, quick game tonight, Rich. Tonight, the quick game, the quick game, the quick game. Tonight's about the quick game, and then Vikings Seahawks. Oh my goodness, Seahawks! Who's going to run the football for them the whole season down the tubes? Everybody's hurt. Yikes! Vikings Seahawks, which by the way, be a pretty damn good playoff game. Last year, what about this year? Don't sleep on the Seattle Seahawks. Maybe I was just a year early. You on. were. The you Seahawks were. were excuse top me. Top five pick. Excuse me. You were correct. The Seahawks were a top five pick. You just didn't think it would be Denver's <laughs> first pick. Right. You didn't think it would be coming from Come Denver on, and man. Russell Wilson. And that's the other thing too. Be careful what you read in. Remember the Bears played the Seahawks last year in the preseason. It's like it's for the. That might have been your overreaction or your what's right, more though, likely battle for the first pick. Yeah. I just had the wrong team. You had the wrong team. <laughs> you had the wrong team. Bears and Texans. And the Seahawks made the playoffs. With Geno Smith, who wins the Comeback Player of the Year award. First ever won by somebody not coming back from injury, but from mediocrity. <laughs> or lack of opportunities. Let's be nice to Geno. It was nice to this program. Vikings tonight. What do we got going on here, huh? We already see, saw Kellen Mond in yeah. Cleveland. I want to see the rookies, though. I want to see Jordan Addison. I want to see... How's Kirk look after Jackson Smith and Jigba? Yeah, let's do it again. Like you said, who's running the ball for Seattle? I want to see Pete Carroll chew gum. Mm-hmm. He'll let's be go. chomping. Let's go. He'll be chomping. I'm just pumped. Two games tonight, Rich. Oh man, we taking the overs? What do you think? Preseason overs? He doesn't know what you're talking Excuse about. Excuse me, Chris. I know what he's talking about. And I have. I have. Sometimes you know, and sometimes you don't. Here's what I've got to say on this. Easy there, Phil Mickelson. I read that Phil Easy. story this morning. Oh. I was like, I got to step my game up. Easy. I'm a lightweight. <laughs> Easy. Did you wind up betting on the Hall of Fame game? No. Good for yeah, you. I mean, wait, wait, tell me this Who? Phil Mickelson story. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What? Go, go for it. Uh, so there is a new, go book, for it, Chris. new book, a new book coming out by one of the most famous sports gamblers. This guy named Billy Walters. Him and Phil became friends mm-hmm. uh, in the early 2010s. Um, and just the reports... He kept detailed records of him and Phil's relationships and the bets they would share together. And basically, Phil bet about a billion dollars worth in five years uh, over the course of about a five-year period. Uh, Over 1,000 bets of 110,000 to win 100,000. Another 800 more of 220,000. Reportedly, uh, this guy, Billy Walters, talked Phil out of 
uh, betting on himself in the Ryder Cup in mm. 2012, uh, a match which the Europeans won because, in famous fashion, called the Miracle at Medina, uh, partly because Phil lost his match on Sunday to Justin Rose, uh, a 400K bet that he reportedly talked Phil out of. Mm. Um, yeah, Phil's a maniac. Wow. And uh, this is way more and way bigger than we thought of uh, the gambling issues that Phil had that was detailed in the Alan Shipnup book. Well, and, 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 you know, three things. Number one, he's, he's got a sickness. No, no number question. one, number no one. Question. I, I no can't question. imagine. No he question. must live his life where he's got to have action on literally everything. Everything. Yeah. I mean, and I, and I can't a, imagine that yeah. it just goes away. Like suddenly you don't have to have action on everything. And we just saw him, a video of him with Bryson DeChambeau about to play a, a practice, w- round. practice round. Nine hole practice round at the recent live event. Phil's talking about betting one, two thousand on the just, practice so, round. So that's number one. Yeah. Number two is maybe he had to go to the live tour. Did the, did the live tour get him whole? Uh, I mean, that's been the speculation. I mean, is that what it is? Did the Saudis basically get him out of debt, gambling debt? Who knows? We will never know. And then number three is I asked the thief among us, figuratively, to see if this is dishonor amongst thieves writing about this stuff. Well, uh, Billy Walters has a little bit of beef with Phil. Uh, this Clearly. Guy, well, this guy went to prison for five years for the insider trading thing a while back. And he claims that Phil could have avoided his prison sentence by merely, quote, telling the truth. And so by not doing that, he's now telling the truth about Phil in a book. Go correct, buy his correct, book. Correct. Talking about how Phil just Among has to have things, action on everything. Just And also his life, he's in his 70s, his life in, as a sports gambler and a famous sports gambler. And, you know, there's a chapter or two about Phil and their relationship. That's sick, man. And I'm not saying sick like in the 21st century way of saying that's wild. No, it's ill. That's an illness. Mm-hmm. I said this it's all the time, addiction. man. I said this all the time. If screw it, I'll just conflate the two, which it might be doing so by saying the word conflate. If Pete Rose had ever come out and done what Mickey Mantle did at the end of his life about alcoholism and parenting and saying, I was a bad parent because I was an alcoholic and I am dying and don't be like me and went on a tour you know, of Oprah and whatever, mm-hmm. and basically was open about this is what happened to me. Don't be like me. I think he, if Pete Rose had ever done that about gambling, he'd be in the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown, New York right now. A million percent. If he came out and said, I had a gambling sickness, you damn right I bet on the Reds. That's why I signed that document. And I would like back in, and my way of being back in is this is a sickness. Gambling is a sickness. Do not be like me. I had the money. I ended up losing it. Obviously, Phil has money. We think. We think. But this is a sickness. I view this, and I'm not like, that's wild, man. Oh, gosh, Phil's a character. No, I'm, I'm thinking he's, he's got an illness. Shoot you straight. Straight up. That's the way I view it. And I understand I'm, I'm not a gambler. So by trade prof- and, and, and by profession, I can't be one, you know, so I like having a little action. No, but, I, I hear you. Nine figure I'm losses. Just, is I'm, I'm fine with smokes. I'm fine with the fantasy football and my, with my my buddies being the being the extra yeah, I, action, if, the, I, if you will. Play like, little uh, cards here and there. But like, yeah, good God. 
He bet he once. There was a report that so he you're had, betting two hundred and twenty thousand dollars to just win twenty thousand dollars less than what you put on the table. That's how sure of a thing it is. Is that is that the way? Yeah, I mean, there's okay. there's some things out there. He famously bet twenty uh, k on the Ravens to win the two thousand Super Bowl at twenty eight to one. Uh, you know, he bet mm-hmm. uh, one day he bet forty three different baseball games. What? He bet a million dollars in a day on baseball, essentially. <laughs> Dude. Mm. Yeah. I saw a game the other night in um, in Anaheim where it was all buttoned up, and then the six run ninth happens. I mean. Yeah, I mean, that drives game. Last night, hold on a second. <laughs> Last night in baseball, we saw Michael Lorenzen pitch a no-hitter in his first game as a Philly. Yep. And we saw baseball land in the light of the green monster. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. So anything can happen. That's a ground rule double, in, right? Almost in any sport. Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean... So does that answer your question as to what that story is, TJ? You're like, wait a minute, what story? I, my mind's That's the story. Bit. Don't you hear? I mean, yeah. I can, well, whatever. Reportedly a $100 million loss for Phil. Well, maybe. And so if, if there's a group of individuals that he clearly, as he stated publicly, he finds disreputable and they say, we will give you X amount of dollars, and then you look at your bank account over the span of all this time. I'm, I don't know if that put him in the red or not. We have no idea. We'll never. Highly successful guy who, by the way, if he wanted to, without all this craziness, the last ever since he won the PGA Championship, crazy. You know, it's just been yeah. When he's thumbs up in with his aviators, like hey everybody, you know. Uh, and he became the darling of the United States for everybody. It's been just nothing but down the down the down the rabbit hole. Yeah. But he seems really happy. He looks great. Mm-hmm. None of this apparently seems to be affecting his physical or mental state. Maybe it's because his financial state is as good as it's ever yeah, been. Yeah, he's in the black again. Eight four four two zero four rich number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Steve Mariucci. Moochie man. He has been to Bills camp, Chiefs camp, Niners camp, and will talk to us about tonight's NFL Network live double header. Texans, Patriots, Vikings, Seahawks, L. Let's go. F. G. On the R-E-S. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show on the Roku channel and radio. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all-in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Roku channel, regular viewers of this show know that we usually wait until the radio audience returns to bring the guest on, but let's bring on Steve Mariucci now, because it's not just any guest, it's just we love him, he knows us, um, and the radio audience will just join us uh, in the middle of it. How are you, Mooch? You there? Hey, guys. Good morning. I'm great. I'm up at home right now. Yep. Um, after traveling around some camps, and uh, now I'm coming down uh, this weekend to the network studios, doing some preseason stuff. Been great. How about you? We're good. Uh, Brockman's boy is now close to three, correct? Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Uh, wow. Taylor, my daughter comes boy. home. Taylor comes home from camp today. Coop and Zan have been home for a few days. Okay. Uh, TJ never leaves the house. Um, <laughs> and Del Tufo's dyed his hair completely jet black. Oh, it's so black now, Mooch. He's totally... And I've lost a ton of weight, Mooch. Yo, he's oh. lost a ton of weight. He won't tell us how much because he doesn't get on a scale. Mooch. Really? Yeah. I can't tell. <laughs> okay, <so. laughs> That's exactly what I want. It's a classic line. That's the response. Classic line. We love that. Uh, I line you ever. guys. Yeah, but he's got, a, you, buddy. he's got a fresh coat of paint on the lid, Mooch. Okay. Right All right. You know, he's, he's, he needs a little touch up. Now, you went full Bob Barker. Like, one day you walked in, you're just, like, completely gray, Mooch. Like, you did that. Yeah, so, you know, for, you know, for, you know, I was trying to do the TV thing and, and yeah. uh, keep my hair darker, you know, to keep looking younger. But And then, really, when COVID hit, um, Rich, I said, heck with it. I'm just going to just go El Naturel. <laughs> and uh, boom. Yeah. And, 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 and white or gray. And you got the thumbs up from Gail, obviously. You would otherwise. You know what? She's. Uh, Times goes, yeah, maybe a little, put a little bit back in there. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. Okay. This is it. Very All good. On, it's this. All right. Well, oh, I love well. it. Looks good on you. See, I knew bringing Mooch in just before the radio audience would be the exact right thing to do. And I'm back yeah. on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Love this man. Um, he's worked at the NFL Network for, we're turning 20. Um, he joined in uh, early 2006, right after the 2005 season was all over. I love this man, Steve Mariucci, back on the Rich Eisen Show. Mooch. We've been uh, together for a long time, huh, Richard? We I sure, mean, just think we sure have, uh, Steve. Well, just coming up will be my 19th Super Bowl with you guys. Oh, my God. And, with uh, us. Can't wait. I know. Neither can't can I. Wait. And can't so, wait for the season. Are you in your office right now up in? Uh, home office, yeah. yeah. home office. And is that the one with that photograph of you jumping in the air as uh, as young uh, found T.O. in the end zone to beat the Packers? Yeah, in the yeah, playoffs? yeah, I have that right here. Okay. How 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 high in the air is that the highest you've ever jumped to? You know, it's like a forty-three inch vertical jump, Rich. At at least, <laughs> I was levitated. No, I, 
it's the weirdest looking picture because my son Tyler was on the sidelines and mm-hmm. he was down there. He was he's in the picture too, looking, and uh, I was like just up in the air, like I don't know. I was probably up twelve or fourteen inches, oh, you know. But but uh, it's the body language the you used because you knew like the ball. Yeah, it's about to say the ball had to go over the linebacker to get to To, and you 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 knew that, so you jumped in the air. Yeah. To get the ball levitating as high as it needed. It wasn't Young. Yeah. It wasn't Steve Young. It was you with your body language on that yeah, day. I was like a controlling the ball like a remote control, you know, and he just <laughs> had me up and over. That was That's kind of a throw that these guys have to learn when they throw up inside, up and over the linebackers, and it was exactly that. And it was Owens, Owens, Owens. He caught it. He caught it. He caught it. That was that was pretty cool. It is pretty cool. All right, let's jump, let's jump into this, Steve. Tonight, two preseason games. Uh, Texans, Patriots, and then of course um, the uh, the the Vikings and the, the Seahawks. Of course, on NFL Network, it's on our on our air this evening. What what, what do you want to see tonight? Like, what should we be looking for tonight out of these games? You know, I Steve? think I think there's a not. I think I know there's a trend going on where guys don't play their starters much in the preseason anymore, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of a it's it's a trend and it's it's headed that way even though there are there's one less preseason game they still a lot of starters just will play no preseason snaps and so i'm always looking for the young kids you know i hope the cj strouds mm-hmm. of the world will play for houston and, and they will. Uh, with if, if, do we know if he's playing or starting yeah he's yet? starting he's going to be out there he's yeah, going to be out I mean, there they need it you know and kind of reminds me of uh when I was coaching the Hall of Fame game one year, there's this kid that came in at the end. <laughs> you know, uh, we were Niners were playing the Patriots, and this kid uh, for the Patriots came in. I can't remember his name. I think it was Tom something or other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tom yeah. Brady, maybe. Yeah. And uh, he drove his team down uh, in that game for a touchdown. And I went, oh, that's that's that Tom Brady kid. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's always fun to see the, the, the rookies and the youngsters and the new kids on the block to see uh, if you think they're going to contribute or not. But uh, they need it, right? Mm-hmm. They need the preseason snaps. How did Giovanni Carmazzi look in that Hall of Fame game for you, Steve? How did he look for you? Uh, you know, well, he had a tough day at the office, and so... Um, why did you do that to Steve? Yeah, they got us, and it was the Carmazzi go- Brady Bowl. Yes. It was. They both played right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> the goat farmer, the goat. The, you, you got the you know, you the Patriots got the goat, and you goat got farmer. the. Yeah, oh, I mean, who, who who started that? That's that was on that uh, that uh, the, the the Brady. What was the name of that? The Brady Six. six. Yep, the, the Brady, Brady Six. six. Yeah, some yeah, yeah, some yeah. producers just thought he would call him a goat farmer, and that's so far from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> He was a good kid. Uh, let's get into who you've seen. You were at the Niners camp. What what yeah. insight do you have on the quarterback depth chart order when it's all said yeah, and done, so, Steve? Um, Brock Purdy was was playing that day. Was practicing that day. Yeah. And we had we had uh, Kyle Shanahan on the set with us, and I asked him because last year I was there, you know, in <laughs> camp, and right. and it was so different because Jimmy Garoppolo was banned to the other practice field. He wasn't even going to be on the team. They were going to trade him as soon as they could. Right. And then Trey Lance was taking every snap or, or you know, in the in the ones. And so much has changed in the last year, right? Because now Brock Purdy is the starter. And Kyle said he's he's healthy. He's ready to go. He has no limitations. So they're, they got him on a little bit of a pitch count, which is smart. Every now and then they'll give him a practice off so he doesn't overtire his, his, his throwing arm or his elbow, 
or his torn UCL, but uh, he's the starter. And so there's a battle for backup but with Trey Lance, who they drafted up, they traded up in the draft so much to go get him, and he's battling for number two with Sam Darnold. It's really interesting. They've got three quarterbacks that are very, very capable, I think. And who knows? They might end up tra- trading Trey Lance. That's uh, the question about it, Steve. Is, but what's the sense you got there that you're willing to share? Because, you know, everybody talks once microphones come off or whatever. But The you sense know, about the quarterback situation? About Lance. About Lance. The fact that he, you know, that's all you hear about him is how talented he is. The upside is great. Huge yeah. ceiling. And he just needs the reps. He needs the time. And it doesn't seem like he's going to get it again last year was the time for him to get it and he had a you know get on a cart in his second game and the rest is appears to be history is it is it a lack of snaps or ability best than for your i don't think it's ability i think lack of snaps is really really comes into play here because his last year in college is it was a COVID year, so he didn't do anything. Right. Then he comes to to the pros as a youngster, couldn't wasn't old enough to rent a car, and he didn't do anything. And and so he's 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 so far behind in terms of playing in live situations. And so they were so high on him last year, Rich. I couldn't believe it. He was going to be the next Steve Young, and and uh, it's been the injuries that gotten him. It's it's you know his ankle is uh, he got hurt in week two. And so the poor kid has been has had the injury bug, and if he stays healthy, he's big enough, strong enough, athletic, smart, and all of it. It's just been he's been uh, hurt, and it's it's that simple. But you got to be available, like Joe Thomas, not ten thousand snaps in a row. Right. You got to be available, right? And you can be uh, you you can be uh, Joe Montana, but if you miss if you miss most of the time, you're not Joe Montana, and so. Anyway, that's his deal, and you're going to see him. They're not going to play Brock Purdy, I don't think, in the preseason. Uh, so you'll see Trey Lance quite a bit uh, in the preseason with Sam Darnold. Okay, so then you'll you'll get a sense of things. So then uh, I'll ask you a game day morning type topic bar question that you uh, sure. then are then forced to answer. Um, <laughs> your best guess, Sam Darnold was brought in for uh, Purdy insurance or Lance insurance, and you can't say both, Steve. You cannot say pretty both. insurance, pretty insurance. This okay. is my guess. I don't know for sure, but I think if Trey Lance plays well in mm-hmm. the preseason, okay, because mm-hmm. they know, I think they know what they have in Sam Darnold, smart guy, experienced guy. He went four and two with the Panthers last year. I mean, he's been around a little bit with your Jets, and you know, and he's he's. He's 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 he'd be a heck of a backup, heck of a backup, um, and he's and he's a good mentor kind of guy, doesn't rock the boat. If Trey Lance can show well in the preseason, I think there were a lot of teams that liked him when he came out in the draft, and had him graded in a, as a first round guy, and so I think teams will say, hey, look at him, he's back, he's healthy, and uh, would be willing to give up a nice draft pick or two to go get him because you know the. There's such a premium on having a healthy quarterback and a guy that's capable. Maybe somebody gets hurt early in the season before October trade deadline. Uh, I think that might be uh, they might be able to get some draft picks back. Steve Mariucci, my colleague from NFL Game Day Morning, fresh off his inside training camp tour for NFL Network, which has the live doubleheader of preseason action tonight, starting with Texans and the Patriots, 7 Eastern time, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. So uh, what's the story of Bill's camp that you took out 
of your Ooh. visit there to Western New York? First of all, let's go back to the Niners. You know, they that is such a talented team. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, they've got blue chip players all over the place. All right, a lot of these guys are the, we're the highest paid guy in the league at their position, from Trent Williams to Kittle to Kyle Huschek to Fred Warner to I mean, God, Bosa. Come on, he's not in camp yet. So they think they can win the Super Bowl. Sure. I'm over to the Bills camp. They think they can win the Super Bowl. That's a talented team. You're going to get guys. You know, they they were 13 and three and and uh, lost to the Bengals. But Josh Allen's an animal. We all know that. Good receiving core, and they added Dalton Kincaid from Utah. The the tight end, the young tight end that is terrific, and uh, drafted another offensive lineman. And and they're going to have guys coming back. They were the one of the best defenses in the league for sure, and Von Miller missed seven games, and he's returning. Tredavious White, he missed 11 games, an all-pro guy, and he's returning. Uh, Micah Hyde missed the whole season. He's returning. DeMar Hamlin's returning, thank God. Yep. I mean, they have, a, they have a talented roster as well. So, uh, you know, they've, they've, just got to, they've just got to finish strong. They, they've been making it to the playoffs and it's either been the Bengals or the Chiefs that knock them out right at the end they're right there they're right there they're they're a player two away from going to a Super Bowl and and that was a fun team to watch man they're they're talented I still think it's their division to win and lose you know I think it's their division you know and I know that we're we're hard knocksing with the Jets and they do look incredibly talented just add goat and they've done that with Rodgers who looks really happy and content and healthy and ready to go but I still think that's the Bills division Steve. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. It should be. It should be. They've been there, done that. They won it three times in a row now. Right. And the Jets will definitely be better. I, I, Aaron Rodgers kind of kind of found the fountain of youth over there. He's got a young team to play with, and um, he's like you said, he's have he's having a ball. It was seemed like, and, and I'm a Packer fan, right? You know that. But it's it seems like he's uh, really happy over there. The change of pace probably has done him him some good mentally you know mm-hmm. um and and then uh jets in miami are going to be very very good I, I i i can't imagine we're talking about predicting the patriots fourth in that in that division oh, yeah. after winning it so damn many times but uh that's how it stacks up right now with the, with the rosters steve marici here on the rich eisen show uh and the chiefs look as loaded as they come obviously chris jones isn't there we're assuming he returns, and we know what that means, though. But um, what, what was your sense of Chiefs camp there, Steve? Yeah, they're they're another team that thinks they can go back to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Heck, sure. they played in the last three out of four. And so Patrick Mahomes is as good as ever. You know, so I, I asked him a question, Rich, um, because they've had so darn many changes uh, with receivers coming and going over there. Yep. And uh, they develop receivers, and then they're off to another team, you know, and they've been drafting guys. And, and, uh, and I said, how do you bring them up with these receivers? Because you're still first in the league in passing. He says, I bring them down to Texas well, this summer. I brought them down to Texas for a month and a half to work out. <laughs> a month and a half, Rich. And I'm, I, I know they're not just throwing routes and, and running sprints and stuff, but yeah. they play a little golf, and they have some good bonding time. But... These guys, these guys work, man. I mean, they—he's—he's uh, he's such a leader, and and they—they uh, they do whatever he asks them to do. And of course, Kelsey's the man too. And and this is a scary team for the rest of the league. Why? They played ten rookies in the Super Bowl. This is a really young team. They, they started four rookies, 
and and uh, Isaiah Pacheco, you know, he's he's one of the reasons that the running backs get no respect because here's a seventh round pick that ends up starting for the champs, mm-hmm. and he's really a good player, and at running back, and and so they feel like, uh, hey, we can do it again. Just kind of stay healthy, and and these these. Ten rookies will get better in their second year, and we'll even be better than last year. Did Mahomes pick up the check for everyone to come to Texas for a month and a half, Steve? Did he pick it up? You know what? I I didn't I didn't quite oh, get to that. Ask him who paid for it all. That's the follow because um, his daughter. We were doing the interview with Kimmy Checks, and uh, all of a sudden somebody put Sterling, his daughter, in his arms during the interview, mm-hmm. and it got you know it uh, got cut off a little bit, and and uh, Brittany was there, and this and that, but. He probably did. I, you know, he probably put him up someplace, and uh, I don't know if he paid for all the beer or the lunches. <laughs> I don't know or the golf, but he said he even gave him golf lessons. Well, I'm sure he can get <laughs> a tea time. Blast, man. I'm sure he can get That's a tea time. a long time. time, though, to get together in your off season. Steve Mariucci here on the Rich Eisen Show. A couple of coaching uh, stories I want to hit you on. First one up, Sean Payton talking about Nathaniel Hackett's job that he, yeah. that he took because of how poorly Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, we all saw... I mean, how many yeah. times did we talk about it with the Broncos and Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson on game day morning last year? I lost track um, yeah. until the firing happened. Uh, what What did you make of Sean Payton's comments, Steve? Well, first of all, I we all saw it and was like, what? What did he just say? And then, thankfully, he apologized the next day. I think I think he felt bad. Like it's like, what What did I just say? With no filter, just kind of talking. To guys in the in the back room, you know what I mean. I, 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 you know what, Rich, in, within the coaching fraternity, and, and Sean knows this. He's a good guy, good coach, and all that. But in the coaching fraternity, there's there's honor amongst thieves. I mean, you, you just you just don't rip on any on other coaches. You just don't do that much. You know what I mean? Uh, unless it's really personal, or I don't know what would make you do that. But you know, a lot of coaches have been fired, and a lot of coaches you know, win and lose and all of that, but but it's kind of an unwritten law that you just don't criticize. And he threw, you know, his front front office under the bus, yeah. and the team under the bus. And, and so I, I, I felt that that was a little, and he felt, he knew it, it was uncalled for, and he regretted it right away. He said 40 minutes after I said it, he said, I, gosh, I can't believe I just said that. Um, because Nathaniel Hackett is a, is a good coach, and he is a good guy. Of course, Aaron Rodgers has his back big time, right? Yes. And uh, so that was that was something that took me by surprise. And uh, it was unlike Sean Payton. He, he's not usually like that. And then the last story I want to hit you on before I send you on your Thursday um, Eric Bieniemy's coaching style, we all know it's gruff, it's tough, it's uh, yeah. it's it's old school, 20th century, however you want to put it. But that's now out there in the floor that Ron Rivera letting uh, letting it uh, loose, that some players have come up to him to say, hey, can you talk to coach? And he's like, you talk to him. You know, he's just trying to coach you hard. Um, and that folks think he's coaching players too hard. What is your What's your assessment of it, Steve? Yeah, I've never coached with Eric, but I've had co- coaching friends that have coached with him. Like Andy, team. sure. Uh-huh. And you are exactly right. He coaches hard, old school. Man, when he coached Adrian Peterson over there at the Vikings, yep. he was on him like, whoa, you know. And that's just his style. And uh, so do, do you tone it down? I don't know. 
Um, if you're a coach, if you're if you're his head, if if, Tom Coughlin to tone it down a little bit, that's different. That's not right. That's the HC. Tom changed his ways a little bit, and maybe Dick Vermeil did too to to be a little bit more player player friendly. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things that you you know you kind of know that when you hire him that he's he's not going to be that players coach. He's going to be like in your face and uh, say it like he feels. And uh, so that's that's how he is. They'll work it out. He's a good coach. Have you ever had somebody, a team, uh, a player come up to you and say, hey, Steve, hey, coach, can you talk to your assistant for, for us because he's on us too, too much? I mean, how would you handle something like that if a player came up to you? <laughs> yeah, to you, and I, you did know that? I guess I have. Um, some coaches have their own language. Some coaches are, you know, just soft-spoken. Some are crazy. I mean, there's all different kinds of teachers and professors and coaches, okay? Mm-hmm. And they all have to be with their own style and personality. Um, yeah, one time I had a, I asked a guy to tone it down a bit, which was no problem, mm-hmm. no problem, you know. And uh, and if, if if players, if I were Ron, and Ron's a friend of mine, and yep. if if players came to me and if I were Ron and and they say there's an issue I would I would have a conversation with Eric and just say hey just uh tone it down a hair okay we got uh, we don't need we don't need confrontation uh, before the season starts take it down from 11 because obviously when he hired him he had he knew this I mean that's a secret of course it's not it's not a secret amongst you know certain yeah. certainly amongst us and NFL network you refer to the Adrian Peterson Coaching, we we saw that uh, through a feature that we aired on NFL Game Day Morning at the time, and um, so it's it's well known. So it'd be kind of tough for Ron to tell him to tone it down, right? Because he he knew who he was hiring. It, this is the guy you hire, you know. Yeah, you know, but you can you always can have a suggestion as <laughs> your as the boss, right? Have a suggestion how this is going to work better. And so, and Eric's a good coach. He's very capable and competent. Mm-hmm. That's if he was if he was if he was a magoo and he just didn't know the offense or couldn't very well. That's another story. But he's very capable, and so they're counting on him to run that offense and call it and game plan it. And so, you know, sometimes sometimes doctors have different bedside manners than others, right? It's just, uh, uh, you know, you know, it, maybe it's warrant uh, it warrants a, a quick conversation. Magoo, by the way, uh, a great '70s cartoon reference right there out of you, Mooch. I like it. I like it very yeah, well. Yeah, you know, black and white, right? I mean, I you know, that. I miss the cartoons from Saturday mornings way back in the day. You oh, know, yeah. Popeye oh, yeah. and Roadrunner and all those. Now we got all that Spider-Man stuff. Like we dress up like superheroes. <laughs> What's your grand? Have you dress up as a superhero? No, no, no. That's you, man, Mooch. It's just they, they're, they're going to dress you up in a Spider-Man costume as many times as it possibly takes for you to understand yeah, where where it closes up. Put it on backwards. Yes, you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have time to change it. He so put. He put. Oh well. The 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 costume guys uh, velcroed in the back. And he threw it on with the Velcroing in the front. So he had to take the mask and turn it. I, I don't know how the hell you put that on within the three-minute commercial break. But look forward yeah, to more fun times, man. But, you know, I, I lost about 10 or 12 pounds, Rich. You're oh. going to be proud of me. Okay, yeah. Mooch. All right. Yeah, so I'm just trying to do I'm going gray, but I'm, you know, I'm getting skinnier. I hope I can keep this weight off. In fact, right after this call, I'm going for a, for a hike up the reservoir. Look at, whoa. Yeah. Okay. So now, do do you want me to say something? If there's like a little bit of a snack and the you know like seven thirty in the morning snack, you know, like the blood sugar drops, you want me to say something no, so you don't need it? We 
got to talk about our trip to Israel, don't we, Rich? Sure. My trip and your trip, man. Well, you, yeah, we both went. That was we so didn't cross fun. paths. That was so unbelievable. Next year in Jerusalem, Mooch, we'll do that. Uh, take care uh, of yourself. We should do a show from over there. By the way, a million percent. That sounds good to me. Okay. You be okay. well. Take care. Love All you, Mooch. Right. See well, you in a couple weeks. Guys, I said hello. Hello. And give him a punch Mucci. in the arm for me. I'll okay. see you soon. Love you, buddy. Steve Marucci, everybody. Everybody, Steve Mariucci. There he goes. I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna. Is he still on right there? Is he still on? Is he still on? Still there. He's Mooch, still on. Mooch, take a picture of that photograph on the wall of you jumping in the air. I want to show the audience what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. Take a picture no. of it. Text it to me. I want to see it. Okay. okay. Thank you very much. All right. There you go, Steve Mariucci. Because again, the ball that Young threw to Owens had to go over the linebacker, oh, yeah. and he jumped in the air knowing the play that he called. What Young had to do to complete the pass. And he used his body language. I, I've never seen Mooch jump that high in my entire life. I Steve Young slipped and fell, almost got sacked. I know that. And then I made the that. throw. I know. Owens, Owens, the, Owens. He caught it, caught the it, caught it. last time Mooch was in studio, remember he told the story about like Bill Walsh had a picture, a, a picture hanging oh, up yeah, of Bill yeah. Walsh kneeling. So he yeah, decided yeah. he wanted to recreate it without telling Steve his, Young. Steve yeah, he Young. called timeout in the <laughs> blowout of a game. And, you know, and remember, we told Steve Young the story for the first time. He'd never uh, heard that before. <laughs> so he's just uh, like Mooch is down. literally one in a million mold yeah, broken. Really? <laughs> True. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. We'll take your phone calls here on the Rich Eisen Show. Ron Rivera has uh, said a mea culpa. We'll discuss that still to come before Trent Balky, the GM of the Jacksonville Jaguars. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Mike Del Tufo over there, when Justin Hartley of This Is Us was here on Friday, he planks weights on his back. Okay, there he is, putting plank after plank. Those are 45 pounds. He waves on more weight. See, come on, let's get some more. Right? Del Tufo sees this and goes, I could I could do that, is what he said. And Mike, he said, and no, he said, he said he, would do, he said he would do 145. Now, we took that, when you say when he can do 145, how much weight do you think that means? Just on 145. Right. No. <laughs> One plate that <laughs> makes 45 pounds. How long do you say you can do that? A minute. Come on. All right, here we go. Mike, go off your knees. 45 pounds. Go to the right spot in your mind, buddy. Come on. Look at him. All we see is the finish line, baby. All we see Coach him up, Herb. Coach him up. Victory is simple, baby. Ooh. Right uh-oh, now, uh-oh. Don't worry uh-oh. about okay. the body, baby. Our mind's controlling our body. Our preach, body Michael, preach. Our mind. We got this, baby. We got this. We gonna show the world. 
That's what you're about. What do we got? Show the world, baby. Don't worry about it. Just only 24 seconds. Flatten out. Flatten out. Don't worry about it. You got two blocks out. You got two blocks gone. Halfway home. You got two blocks gone. You got two more go. All she just see that finish line. Look at the glory. Look at your chest touching the tape. Get your chest on that tape. Look at your baby. 20 seconds to go. You're coming in 20 seconds, baby. You finish this, man. We can do this. I do that every day, people, at the gym. I can't tell. I do it. I do it. I can't tell. You just use that line. Tell By the way, in that video, Del Tufo, grayer than um, uh, Mooch, you know. Look, look oh, at that. <laughs> Earl Scheib. Back here on the show. Back okay. here Is on the program. Carpe? I know that's Carpe. <laughs> Sam in Indianapolis, you're on the Rich Eisen Show. First in, first up from our uh, 844-204-RICH number to dial to have a conversation. What's up, Sam? Hi, Rich. Uh, first-time caller. Uh, long-time listener. Hey. Hey. boy. Burr, burr, burr. Burr. I'm just now leaving uh, training camp here in Indianapolis. Uh, quarterback situation is definitely looking interesting. Um, earlier this week, they dropped the the depth chart and it showed for the first quarterback it was uh, Garner Minshew or Anthony Richardson. And they just announced today after practice that Richardson will be the starter for the first week of preseason. That's got me thinking. You know, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson both uh, sat out for a bit before actually starting. Do you think it'd be more beneficial at this point for Richardson to sit out and? learn a little bit since he's kind of raw or should he start week one as our quarterback um he should absolutely start week one as your quarterback um Gardner Minshew um is a a Rich Eisen show favorite uh I like what I see out of him uh he is not going to get an opportunity in Indianapolis long term he is a great guy to have if Anthony Richardson can't answer the bell one week two weeks three weeks we saw him damn uh, near uh, beat the Cowboys last year. Um, he can do it. And obviously, Stane, Shane Steichen knows exactly, um, you know, he knows exactly what what he can do. We don't know what Richardson can do yet, except take this team to where it needs to go. And I appreciate the call. Plus, there's a guy who signs the checks. <laughs> who wants the willy that he's focused on right now gets freed in the Pacific Ocean. Once Jim Irsay is off the whale rescue circuit, he will turn his full focus and attention back to the Indianapolis Colts. I'm assuming he can multitask and do both, but I'm just pointing out here that he's got many interests in mind, but one of the most significant interests, his main interest, is the Indianapolis Colts, and he is done with the old school, old veteran quarterbacks. He is done looking at the iron deer in the front lawn in the form of Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, and Nick Foles. He is done with that. He's done with it. Yep. Finished. And Sam Ellinger, unfortunately, your time uh, to shine and get an opportunity and become the next Tom Brady when you least expect a generationally 
brilliant quarterback to trot off the bench when you need a burst. It wasn't him. It's this kid. He's going to start this preseason. He is going to start week one. And this is just a progression. That's it. The question when he when he had him, look, the reason why Mahomes could sit is because Alex Smith was there and he could take the team to the playoffs, and he did. Mm-hmm. He did take the Kansas City Chiefs to the playoffs. They had that benefit. This is not that situation. They need to win now. The coach wants to, uh, I mean, the owner wants to win now, wants to see the kid. They drafted the kid fourth overall. <laughs> They're not going to just say, okay, let's see what Gardner Minshew can do against Jacksonville. <laughs> Nuh-uh. You have Jacksonville and Trent Baalke's joining us in about 25 minutes' time. You've got your generationally talented quarterback that you drafted first overall. We've got one fourth overall. This is the way it's going to go in the AFC South from now on. You bring Trevor Lawrence to our building. We will counter with Anthony Richardson. Inevitable. And I think this is also listening to the locker room. I think the locker room digs the kid. And plus, their best player is rehabbing off-site in the most bizarre fashion I've I've heard. You know, I'm leaving the team to go rehab my ankle. Also, what do you have to lose? Well, what you have to lose is his ability to succeed because you're putting him in a spot that he's not ready to succeed. And look at Zach Wilson. Look at Peyton Manning. Worked out. I got it. In luck. But that's his point. Our caller just, uh, you know, made an interesting point. Like, if he's not ready. Don't buy a sports car to have it sit in the garage. I don't. That's the way it works in the NFL these days. You know, unless you've got the sports car in Rodgers and you said Jordan Love, but you also drafted him, you know, in the back third of the first round. I still can't believe they did that and surprised Rodgers with Nuts. it. Nuts. Nuts. <laughs> I still can't believe that happened. Crazy. Trent Baalke going to call in from the Jaguars front office hour two. You know. And C.J. Stroud is in a situation. That's why I think was it Daniel Jeremiah or who said that this week that he thinks he's C.J. Stroud's in the best position to succeed here because, you know, the, the Texans are, are not in a – uh, I mean, we're, we're not win now mode. Well, that was you actually. They could easily have a top five pick next year. So Ooh, the, the the Texans. Yeah, I think most are expecting them to. So well, let's go out there and wing it around and have some fun. Well, see what you got. I believe that pick belongs to the Arizona Cardinals. How about the Cardinals? Could have the have two in have the top five. Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison. Oh. Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison. C.J. Stroud or Willie Anderson, which one do you choose? I mean, give me some offense. I think so. Yeah. And then Lincoln Riley is your new Cardinals coach. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, they're going to want, they're going to, they're going to Steve Wilkes, Jonathan Gannon is what you're saying. And they're going to, and then then they're going to Josh Rosen, Kyler Murray. What are you saying? When you can get those three guys. (laughs) Imagine that's how like business really works. Who cares? (laughs) <laughs> well, that's what happened what do you mean he talks like most fans man and you know that like, that coach should be fired to get that guy out of there wherever Caleb William goes Lincoln Riley will follow unless he wants to just sit here in Southern California and coach yeah. Big Ten football and make it as much money as a professional coach with, with no threat of being fired without, without Caleb Williams yeah. 
Hour two coming up. <laughs>